Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Yes, sir, man. You already know. Uh, first of all, I'm going to start from the right, man. The man himself, uh, the real Dockery. He's right here, man. Uh, it's so much I can say about this dude. Uh, the numbers are going crazy. What, like 4 mil on TikTok, 600K on IG, 800K plus, 900K on YouTube. I mean, he's killing the game right now. We got my boy Gage. And they've been together since, you know what I'm saying, since the sandbox. So um, he going to have all the juicy stories and everything. He's a content creator on his own, in his own right. Juicy is um, yeah. not crazy. <laughs> that's not it. That's, that's not it. That's not it. All right, bro. Hey, man, hey, he's going to have the stories. Hey, look, he's going to have the stories, you know what I'm saying, but it's all good. Uh, my boy Gage, G Ferguson on um, Instagram, and then my boy... Sammy, aka just Sammy, you know what I'm saying? This is the this is the guy, man. He's the host. He's the content creator. He's the streamer. You know what I'm saying? Everything under the sun. And so we we gonna get all their stories. Uh, these boys been together. Uh, they from Washington, right? Yes, sir. Coast, Washington. Yes, sir. Okay. So first of all, now, first all right, of let's get. First of all, how is it being in the house with thirty? It's, it's yeah, amazing. Let's start with those stories first. It's amazing. I got it. Oh, you got all of it? It's amazing. Hey, let's look, 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 look. <laughs> Let me fix my, my voice like yours real quick. <laughs> so, look, 30. 
30 plus minute showers. Uh, wow. Wow. Everybody, everybody uses loofahs in here. No, 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 me too. Everybody. We all, we all about loofahs. Thank you. You got to clean your body with loofahs, though. Thank you. Come on. Come on. You might be a, you you. Might be a hand no. body washer. He, he did. All of y'all had loofahs prior or after? No, no, no. We all went to the store. Loofahs are fire, man. Right? I was using a washcloth. Okay. And then we moved to this house. We went with Juju's mom. And she, because she was, she's like the head hunter, you know. She came in, she's like, let me take her out of the store. Okay. We're going to buy everything you need in the house. So we was walk, walking by the loofah. Mm-hmm. Just in case y'all want to wash your butt, here you go. I had to grab one. Thought you grab one. Y'all I didn't grab one. Right? I already had one. So you, you've been using the same one. I have a pack of three. Don't so lie. I have another don't one. Don't lie. It's upstairs. Don't it's upstairs. Lie. I can run upstairs and go get it. So <laughs> I'm, I don't got no reason to lie. You got you to gotta switch it out. At least every other week. Exactly. I know that. I know I've been in this game long way before you. Okay. I've been in the loofah game. Loofah boy. Yeah. Okay. So exactly. Outside of the 30 plus minute shower, what else is he known for? Don't bug him in the shower. I tried it. Don't, <laughs> him. don't bug him in the shower. Don't bug him in the shower. I tried to got yelled at. Yeah. So look, story. Bro, 30 second story. Bro, we didn't even. I got you. 30 second story, right? We was. We all just got home from the gym. Okay. All right. 30 was on a, he was on a work thing. He was doing his work in the morning, so we all went to the gym. He hopped in the shower when we all got home from the gym. We was all sweaty. In this house, we have one shower. Okay. And that's the one he was in. <laughs> I get back from whatever I was doing. I walk upstairs. Everybody's like, bro, we thought you was in the shower. Nah, because I'm not going to lie. I take long showers, too. Okay. I thought you was in the shower. No, I'm not. I walk into Gage's room. What's up, bro? Oh, I thought you were in the shower, bro. You're not in the shower. No, I'm not. So now I go over there and knock on the door with the hammer, hitting it hard as it, hitting it exactly. hard. Yo, chill out. I was like, hey, man, there's people in the house. I'm going to take a shower, bro. Hurry up. I walk off. Come back about 10 minutes later. Smack it a couple times. Boom. Boy, look. Look, 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 what you want, bro? Chill! I'm over here doing my stuff! <laughs> bro, there's other people in the house. Why are you yelling at me, bro? Hey, bro. Listen, bro. The point was, the only thing was, you was knocking on the door like he was the police. I didn't hear the first knock. So when he did that, like, I was frustrated, but I'm like, bro, like, you can just tell me, you know, what's going on. So put that to bed. My showering. I'm just We're saying. good. His name is Mr. Go Thirty. Dockery, listen. Right? You told me your name was Mr. Go Thirty because because what was it? People used to go thirty, right? Yeah. He was trying to go thirty at that moment when you opened that door. That's Honestly, what I'm saying. He was trying to get down. Because it's all good. I wasn't ready to fight. I, I wasn't ready to fight. I was ready to communicate. You know what I'm saying? Just, I was just ready to communicate. I was just ready to communicate. I was getting it. Anyway, man. Anyway. Anyway, Dockery, man, we, so we, we got, let's get, to the, let's get to the main point, man. So, huge content creator. I want to know, where did that journey start for you? Um, when did you realize this is what you wanted to do, and um, how did you get started? Damn, so, I got to go way back, bro. Yeah. This is like, sophomore year of college. Mm. So, I went to Oregon State. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I committed to Wazoo. Um, I was a top prospect coming out of my state, uh, coming out of high school. So I had hella offers, lost hella offers because of my school or my grades. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, I, could, I just wasn't a student, you know. I 
couldn't get it done in the classroom. But I was an athlete, top prospect, went to Wazoo. They're excited to have me. Um, all the other schools were mad that I didn't commit. Um, so I got there, coach got fired. Mm -hmm. Old coaching staff. No doubt. College football players, you guys know how that works. Politics and everything. New coach staff came in, said, look, we don't care what you did before we got here. We're here now. We're bringing in our prospects. We want to build this team. Damn. That's how it was. And I was like, I was kind of like, I was, I was young, so heartbroken. Like, damn, I don't, I already fell out of love with football. I really believe like a coach can make a big difference in, in anybody's life. You're an athlete, you get to that level, you know that. So, uh, fast forward, um, told my dad I wanted to quit football. Uh, they switched me to corner, couldn't do nothing about it. Somehow he got on the phone with Oregon State, called them, and like a week later, I was at Oregon State doing a tryout. They said, they said I had to earn my scholarship back. So, fast forward, that whole season, my first season at Oregon State, I balled out, did my thing. I my scholarship back like that. It was easy. Um, I started loving the game again. Yeah. Started loving it. Like, uh, I felt like I was welcome. You know, I had coaches that believed in me. Last game of the season, we had a meeting right after the game. Whole coaching staff got fired again. Yeah. Bro, the same thing happened. They switched me to corner. Yeah, I couldn't do nothing about it. And this was when you couldn't transfer. Right. Especially in conference. Like, I transferred in conference, so. Um, had to sit a year out if I had if I did that or you know I couldn't I couldn't really leave so I was in a position where I didn't know what to do. Um, I was on I was a, a gamer heavy. Yeah. So I'd always be gaming. Uh, one thing about me that a lot of people don't know is I never drink, never smoke. Um, till this day I've never drink. Um, but I never went out to parties. I probably went to like two parties in college. Yeah. Um, I was just focused. I think that that happened to me and it put me in a different mindset where I didn't want to do anything else but be successful. I like find something to replace football immediately and I wasn't satisfied until I did it. So I started a YouTube channel in college and I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just graduate and be be a nobody. That was all I thought about. You to ask anybody on my team, bro, every weekend niggas would come to my window, bro, my apartment window. They knew I was on my game or on my computer, like trying to network and, and like figure out what to do with my life. They knew I was in my room, so they always come knock on my window, and all of them would try to get me to come out. Mm. But I was just, you know, I was just like focus. Yeah, I was locked in. Um, so started that shit. Um, one thing that I do remember and that I'm, I'm grateful for is, you know, my my story is super long. I'm gonna keep it short, but um, I remember. Never going to any parties, never drinking, never smoking. And I was, uh, and, and now I'm living this lifestyle. Everybody's like, you know, it must be nice driving that car. It must be nice living in that house, living in Cali, like doing your thing, getting travel. Bro, like, I look back and I'm like, it must have been nice partying. It must have been nice going out, hanging, mm. hanging out with friends, having fun, like doing all that shit that I want to do. I was depressed, down bad, real bad. And so, started that um, in college and here we are. So now when you say that, though, um, like that, that last point that you just made. So when you look back on it, though, how do you feel? You feel as though that paid off and you're happy as far as mm -hmm. making that trade off. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and 
I, I believe life is all about perspective, bro. Yeah. You know, my dream, my goal was playing the NFL, have a career. Um, didn't plan on having a long career because I was really in it just for the money. I wanted to take care of my family. I saw what it did for everybody else's family. Yeah. So I was like, if I can find a way to replace that, I'm going straight to it. You know, I'm not going to let football yeah. define me. And that's why I tell a lot of athletes is like, can't let football define you because there, there's going to be a point in time where it's going to be out of your hands what you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I remember, bro, I wanted to play in front of like the what, 60, 70, 80,000 fans in stadiums. And then I just think back to when I had 100K on, on, on YouTube, 100K subscribers. And I was like, God telling me, like, look, you wanted to play in front of, in, in this stadium that was like 80,000. I think the Seahawks stadium was like 70, 80, maybe less. But it was like, God's like, Peter, I'm going to give you your own football stadium. Exactly. I'm gonna give you 100,000 people and show you that it's bigger than you. So I started thinking like that. And, you know, I think a lot of athletes get stuck in that, you know, letting football define them or whatever they do to find them. And that's where they get held up. So. Yeah. But let me, let, me, let, let, me, let me just say this, too. Um, because I know for me, when I was coming up, I really wanted to play in the NFL. I thought like that. And I'm be honest, I'll be looking at NFL Network, and I would see, I'll see dudes like, I'm like, Steve Largent? He's a Hall of Fame receiver? It's like, I can be an NFL receiver. I'm like, bro, I can do it. So I'll just be looking at these guys. I'll, I'll be studying his routes, like, all that. I really wanted that, and you know, I would work hard after practice, all that. I wasn't the athlete that you were. I wasn't the same athlete. You know what I'm saying? I kind of worked for what I what I did have. Yeah. But I want you to speak to because you're around, because now you're around so many NFL athletes. You're in those circles. You're on the field, and I know for me, like in just you know my little journey, um, as far as it's going at this point. I know that's for me, that's a perspective that I look at like, wow, this is where I wanted to be, but dang, I get to, you know, talk to whatever, Terrell Owens, Joe Mixon, and all these NFL players. I'm like, damn, I'm in these circles though, in a little bit. So speak to that, and, you know, some of the relationships that you formed and how, how that makes you feel. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a blessing, man. Like, I just think about like, what if I would have gave in, like lost my faith and just been like, like, damn, I got to accept this. Like, football is not going to work out, so I got to accept getting a 9 to 5 and, and just, like, living this normal lifestyle. Bro, you looking, like, I, I still have my old apartment back home from when I graduated college. You walk in my room, you'll see why I'm here, like, where I'm at. You'll see why I'm around the people I'm around. Yeah. Bro, I have board, whiteboards in my room. My apartment's not even that big. My, my room is probably the size of this. I have a whiteboard right there. I have literally all these pictures up here of, like, dream houses I wanted to live in, like dream, just go like dream boards, bro. And, and on my mirror, you'll see like things that I wrote that I tell myself every morning. And it was like, there's no way I was gonna not be where I'm at. You know what I mean? Right. And it was like, even the pictures are crazy, bro, because I mean, I'm big on manifesting and just like the, the power of like speaking your life into existence. And everything, like I have all these mansions on my board, bro. And you've literally been here, bro. You, you, you're part of this manifestation that, like, I've been just, like, for myself, the, the goals that I've had, bro, the houses that we've been to, yeah. all those houses that you see on my bedroom wall, like, those are the houses that we were living in. <laughs> you know, like, wow. It's shit like that. That's like, you know, it's not a coincidence. It's like, how you say you had to work for your, yeah. to get where you were um, as an athlete. I had to get, like, work mentally. And I always say this, like, I always try to tell athletes to work smarter, not harder. Um, 
or just work just as hard as you are working hard, uh, just mentally. Yeah. So um, that's what I was doing, bro. Um, and, and the association, like, I believe, you know, the power of association is real. Um, who you surround yourself with and uh, is just who you are and who you're going to become. Um, so just getting around people, like, I remember um, we met Odell, bro. And when you get around these people, it's nothing like you expect. It's like your whole perspective of somebody changes, and it, and it changes the way you view other people, too, because you're like, damn, Metal Dell, but we were working out three times a day. Mm. His trainer lives with him. His doctor lives with him. He had all these people just around him, and, and he's just locked in. A lot of people think he's partying and doing all this stuff he's on social media. Right. That nigga's locked in, bro. I've never seen anybody work ethic like that. So. Wow. Yeah, and it goes with a lot of the people at the top, like Stefan Diggs, uh, Juju. So you already know. Juju's all about business, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. So real quick, man. Um, I heard you speak a lot about your faith. I see the crucifix and the tattoo. Let's speak on that because I want to also know who you looked up to to have that mentality. Because one of my idols is Kobe. If you've ever listened to that, that's, that's yeah. why. And Kobe's meant, when I heard you say you weren't partying, I remember his Muse documentary. And he drove by UCLA and was wondering, like, yo, I'm in the gym all the time yeah. when my people partying. So speak to where that mentality, that mentality comes from from you, and then speak on how your faith has impacted that as well. Yeah. So I love talking about my faith. Um, I remember watching this Floyd Mayweather documentary, and one of the first things that the guy says that when he's like uh, commentating in the documentary is poverty breeds success. And I believe where I came from, I didn't need no motivation. It was like, what else is there for me to do? Like, well, how am I to just, you know, as a, as a kid, you're looking at your parents struggling your whole life. It's like, bro, you, you know, you, you got friends and teammates that, are, that came up comfortable. And you came up like this, and like so. For me to get somewhere, it was like all my life was like a battle, bro. Like I don't remember one time going to sleep and waking up and just being comfortable, like feeling like, ooh, this is like this is nice. Like we're living nice, we're living good. I always knew something was wrong. Like my parents were never home; they were always working. Uh, my grandma took care of us. Um, my dad was in prison for a couple years. Um, there's a point where my mom had us, bro, there's like, what, six of us? We were moving from motel to motel. My dad got out of prison. He was sleeping in his car. Like, stuff like that. So it's like, you know, you need motivation when you're coming up, you know, from... from that lifestyle. Yeah, that lifestyle. Um, so that's where I got my faith. I got my faith just through the struggle. Um, I remember we, we used to always go to church. My dad used to take us to church every weekend. Um... And I kind of just like, I don't know, man. It was I did look up to people. I looked up to like Allen Iverson, um, Deshaun Jackson, T.O., like these, these star people. Mm -hmm. But I always like told myself like you got to, I, I don't remember where I heard it, but it was like you got to be different. So I always wanted to be different. I was always looking for a way to be different. It's like if people are, are practicing, it was like in my head, it was like common sense. Like, oh, everybody's doing this practice, so... How am I going to get better if I'm doing the same shit they're doing every single day? How am I going to get better if we're doing the same lift every single day? You know what I mean? So I was like, after the, after everybody left, I'll do my own shit. Like, you yeah. know, the, the typical, like, 
star athlete will do. And so, um, yeah, coming up, you know, I got my faith through church, but a lot of things I, I kind of like went off of common sense. Okay. You know, it was like faith is dead without work, so I'm not going to stay in this church and not, you know, work. I'm going to leave the church and go build. That's a lot of things. A, a lot, a lot of the times I went to church, I would see them doing a lot of work. And like nothing against churches or anything, like they got their mindset where it's like, how can we build and change like the community to do this? I would, I would be in meetings with the leaders and they'd be like trying to change the community and stuff. And I was thinking in my head, like, I want to change the world, bro. I got, I want to get fans in Brazil, Australia, UK. And I was just always thinking outside the box. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I was just, I wanted to be successful so bad that, you know, I had to have something to fall back on. That's what's up. And, and Ed, Real quick, mm -hmm. let me follow up to that. Right? So, mm -hmm. to the people watching, to the kids that follow you, right? To all the, the, the lives you've already influenced. Coming from where you come from and how you grew up, right? The number one thing they try to do is get quick money, right? They yeah. go to the streets. How did you avoid that, right? Yeah. In your stroke, in your upbringing, to make you understand, like, now I'm going to be different. And when did you know that it was going to be football? See, that was, that was hard for me because I wanted, as soon as I got a check, the first thing I wanted to do was spend on my family, like, like, get my mom a car, get my mom a house, like, that was always on my mind, and so I told myself, I told myself, this is, this is kind of different, this, I'm, I'm, I'm a little different, bro, right. so, I never, I never, I always wanted to build, I knew, like, to build something you had to like build the foundation and then build on top of it. Like there had to be a foundation. Right. So I always knew that. Like I wasn't gonna just like take this and this and this before the foundation was built. Okay. Um, so that was always in my mindset. I would, I would hear, I would reach out. I remember in college, bro, when I was trying to build my YouTube channel, I was reaching out, DMing, bro, I wish I could show like my DMs, bro. I would DM like the same paragraph to every successful person I saw on Instagram asking for advice, like, do you think you take me in under your wing, like, let me, like, learn from you, that type of stuff, I was DMing everybody, bro, and some people would reply, and so I got some people who replied, and I kind of had these mentors through social media that would tell me, like, you know, make sure you're doing this, don't do this, don't do this, and I would listen to them, um, and it was like, when I started getting money, it was like, I knew I couldn't just blow it, bro, so I would do, like, I would do more than I was supposed to, mm -hmm. but I would work twice as hard after I did cover. Cover, yeah. That's that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. If I was splurge, I'd go a month without doing nothing but just grinding out YouTube videos. I remember there was a month where, you know, I I I, I splurged on like Christmas or something for my for my brothers, and I uploaded every day for a month. Mm. Um, I think there's you know this there's a period of time where. I uploaded every single, probably like twice a week for three years. Mm. I did not miss a week, bro. I was uploading every single week. So that's what was different. My work ethic was like, I made sure to double it if I had wanted to do something, you know? Gotcha. Hey, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's right, this year has gone by so quickly, and there's so many things to be proud of in your 2024 so far, but... Oh, there's some things that you still want to accomplish out there as well. So look, when life is going fast and it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins, 
you stop and celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. That's right. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. So listen, I got to tell you, I benefit from therapy. That's right. I have conversations and I talk about the things I want to accomplish. I talk about things that I have accomplished. And you know what? When you do it, you go to a place like better help that's right it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries it empowers you to be the best version of yourself i know it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma it's for all of us all right if you're thinking about starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment, visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. And I was just going to say, um, you just spoke to it and you spoke to it before, but, you know, like one of my favorite Bible verses, um, I actually don't know the, the, the number, but it's in Proverbs and it says, um, need a man diligent in his craft and he will stand before kings and not mean men. And, and you can see that, you know what I'm saying? Like just on the stages that you're on and everything, you can see that, you know, that hard work is paying off. But let me, let me get into this. So um, we got Gage right here, right? So, you know, this is... Um, like I said, somebody asked what you from the sandbox. Tell me about, you know, that relationship, how it formed and um, just how it matured over the years to yeah. this point. Yes, <laughs> sir. Bro, damn. So, bro, people do not know this, bro. Like, 
me and Gage, we had no reason to be out on that field, bro. We were we were breaking the schools, like jump the fences, get through security, bro. We were just out there working. Wow. We we weren't even recording videos, bro. We were working all the time, just like talking about goals and dreams. We were on stairs in the snow and the rain. Bro, we were yeah. just like we we're different, bro. I don't even know why we were doing it. I was just like, yeah. I'm not trying to be comfortable. That's really it. And bro, we would be out there. Every single day. I'm not even like I'm not even being sarcastic, bro. We were out there every single day. It, my, I would drop my girl off at work and take her car and meet Gage <laughs> at a field that was open. There'd be days where we'd be in our car, bro. Like looking. No, at no, no. Like, where is this? Is this college? This is uh, right after, after college. After college, all right? Yeah, cool. yeah. So me and Gage would just be out there running routes, working out. Um, it got to the point where like kids would come out the recess and they knew who we were because we were always out there, bro. Um, and one day I remember somebody, I think it was Job, Job recorded yeah. us warming up. And I was like, hey, Gage, throw this real quick. Threw it, caught me to my legs. I was just like messing around. Yeah. And that shit blew up, bro. Like Sports Center, everybody started posting it. Wow. And then it was like, damn, let's do more. Keep going. Exactly. We started, we started recording videos, doing more. But we got so addicted to this 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 grind. It was like we were waiting in parking lots till the sun came out, like on the app. We'd just be waiting in the parking lot. We get like twenty minutes of sunshine, bro. We'd be out there like wow. then we go back in the car, wait, be like, damn, do we try it tomorrow? But I'm telling you, man, I'm like, I'm looking at the lifestyle we have now, I'm like, we deserve this shit, cause <laughs> we were you had to be crazy to do what we were doing. We were out there for mm. hours. Like, misunderstood. Put the phone in the corner <laughs> hours just try, trying to get the right video, the right catch, or the right something that would go viral. Yeah. And so he's been there since day one, bro. Um, it's like my brother now. For sure, so, for yeah. sure. And so and Gage is the quarterback, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, if y'all don't know, uh, you know, uh, from the videos. Gage, just speak a little bit about, um, like I said, like y'all relationship <laughs> and um, you know, what he's meant to you and, um, yeah. And definitely talk about your, uh, exactly. you know what I'm saying, about yourself too. Right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I met Mel because me and his younger brother played together. So, uh-huh. you know, I know he probably got that from, from him. We were working out every single day. So it was just like a part of our life, you know, we were grinders. Yeah. So <clears throat> naturally, whenever we were all together, we were just working out, working out, working out, working out. And it started as that before we even started doing the videos. But, you know, when I came around, I was just like another one of his, you know, little brother's friends, like a, a random, you know, we got the same treatment. Like, uh, really took me in under his wing and embraced me. You know, I saw that I was a grinder. And we were always down to go and kick it, go hit the field, go work out. And I, I'd never said no, you know what I mean? And I would even challenge him, like, let's get it. And then yeah. he'd be like, yep, always, always, rose to the level, to the standard, you know what I mean? Right. So we were always pushing each other. And, uh, extremely grateful for this guy, like really put me on, taught me everything. Like, he's the reason I'm here, so. That's what's up, yeah. that's what's up. And so now, just off of that now, let's go ahead and tie in Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's I'm tie not, in Sammy. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really like him, bro. It, 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 <laughs> I'm so happy to work that way. So uh, one day I was living by a dumpster and no, I'm, just I'm about to say, I'm about like, no, he's lying, yeah, no. bro. But no, um, I met Job also in like it was like 2016. Yeah, now Job is 
Mel's younger yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And so I met him at this place called Ever Community College, right? And they have like a club football team. It's not like a team with the school, but it's with the school, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, one of the coaches, he wanted me to go there. And so uh, I went to one of the practices, right? And like demolished him. And I, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm not playing here. I'm like, I, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> the linebacker was supposed to, we were supposed to go to Hewlett College. He was talking all that mess and got ran over that same day. Oh, wow. I'm good off that school. Great. <laughs> so then, um, I just like I see job here and there. He goes to uh, Edmonds Community College because that was the school that I was going to. And then, because uh, you can go to like different schools when you go to uh, JC or whatever, you know. And so um, he was going there, and then I think we had a class together or something, but I met him. Yeah. And he was like, hey, yo, like, you're really cool. Like I, like, I mess with you, bro. And then that's when we just started being friends. And then we started dancing around together. Then we started joking. Then he started wanting me to be around more, and then this and this and that. And then, like, bro, like, when I tell you, like, that JC, bro, was the slum. They put us, like, they put them in a random white dude's house, old dude. He was just like a booster. I don't know what he was. Yeah, Joe. Bro, when I tell you, there was it was a three-bedroom house with a basement, and there was nine football players living in that house. And he was trying to get you guys out of there. Trying to get him out. Every single one of y'all, out. But the coach was just like, hey, bro, you know what? Like, like you know, you mess with the team. I need these guys somewhere to stay. These were guys that were flying from Florida, flying from here, flying from there. And he was just took them all in. And one day I went there, and I slept over and in that basement, there was like four of them. There was like six in the living room, four sharing this bedroom, nine sharing this bedroom. Literally just the whole team in one house. And this dude also was like, his house was like messed up, bro. The floors were tore up, the plumbing was getting changed. It smelled horrible. Like, no, I, like if you ever see this, bro, I don't mean throwing shade. Bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro, you gotta figure that out. But like, he was a cool dude, cause like, even when he went to the store, like, he thought that I was part of the team, so he would ask me, hey, do you need anything to eat? Like, I'll grab stuff for you. And I grabbed my five pound of bag of high shoes, threw that in the car. Bro, you don't never ask a kid if you want something. I'm taking whatever. Thanks. And then, like, he let me drive his Corvette. Bro, like, he, he was cool. Right? Yeah, shout out to Joe. And so, uh, let's fast forward, like, about a year. Yeah. And this is when I really met them. Like, I knew of them, but then I, this is when I really met them when we were in Florida. We went to Miami for Job's birthday. Hey. Literally, two weeks before they're leaving, he calls me. Hey, bro, like, I, I messed with you heavy, bro. I want you to come to Florida. Like, it's my birthday, bro. Everybody's going to be there. You got to slide. Uh, let me let me figure it out. Nah, bro, you're sliding. Like, I want you to come. Yeah. Say less. So, you don't got to tell me twice after that. So, then I call my sister. She works for an airlines. Hey, bro, um, I got a job I got to do in Florida. Line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got Because at the time, I was doing security stuff. And with my cousin, like, we were trying to open a business. Yeah. So, I was telling her, hey, bro, I got a security job I got to go there for. Yeah, like, I just need you to get this ticket. Oh yeah. 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 All that. What you do, got the ticket, no question, doubt. Say less, I'm on a flight. I get on this flight. It's two flights from Washington to wherever we went to Florida. I'm scared of flying. Yeah. That's me scared of flying. Because I think everything in life is controllable but flying because you're not flying it. Right. And there's one parachute in there, and who gets the parachute? The pilot. He got to fight me on the way out. He not take That's my parachute. <laughs> 
There's no way he know we gotta go down with the play. But if, if he, <laughs> he jump out, hey, bro, hey, hey, Sam, he jump out before it. <laughs> but, hopefully he ain't. but but look, this is this is literally like fate. Like this is God telling us like we were supposed to be in this position. I'm sitting here scared, and I go into the seat, and I'm and I sit next to some kids. Hey, bro, uh, what's up, man? Like I start a conversation because I want to get comfortable. I want to be cool, like. Just in case we go down, I go down with a homie. Make sure I had a great conversation. So I'm sitting there talking to this kid. Yeah, they're, they're cool, cool, cool. And then we all get off the flight, and then we hop on this next flight. And I see the same kid. Oh, for sure I'm sitting with this kid. I want to sit next to him. Oh, bro, you're going to Florida too? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, me too. I was like, what you going there for? And he was like, oh, well, my friend's having a birthday party, and that's why I'm going out there. And I was like, oh, for real? What's your, what's your friend's name? I was like, my brother's having a birthday party out there too. He was like, job. And I was like, what? I, I never met this kid. I, I don't know who he is. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, me too. And then we just became homies. And I was like, what the heck? Like, like it's so crazy how like, like people are put in your path for a reason. For sure. And so then we just, we took the Uber together. We chilled the rest of the way. Like all that, we get to the house, meet everybody. Him, he doesn't like nobody new. He don't like no new people. We know. <laughs> he don't like no new people. We know. So, I don't trust nobody. Yeah. yeah. So, I know my role, right? Shake everybody with yeah. something. Yeah. Dumb, you know? I'm not going to fanboy none of that hey, stuff. Matter of fact, when I dapped him up, like, I'm in your house. I'm introducing myself. It was going to... Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. You can feel it. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. He just warming up to me, bro. He just warming up to me, bro. So we get it, we get in the crib, right? We're having a good old time, whatever, whatever. And then I meet their older, older brother, right? And so, uh, and I meet Gage too, and they're all talking about music. And then we really connected over music and beats and all this stuff. And then we're all just like, we're homies at this point. So, next day, yacht party. Mm. Okay. We all get on this yacht. This dude's tripping, the yacht owner, whatever he say. He said, you guys going to have like 10 people on the boat or something like that. And I was like, yo, I'm not going to fight it. Uh, like, it's good. Like, I'm, I'm going to step off. And then me and Gage were like, good friend. Like, we connected over this day. And I was like, hey, bro, let's just go to the field and let's throw. He was like, yeah, bro, let's go. Like, I'll go. And then John was like, nah, you got to be on this boat. Like, we got to get this boat. Like, like come on. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, he just copped another one. <laughs> <laughs> like, Easy. it was nothing. Like, it's nothing, right? I was blown. Yeah, hey man, just come on this boat. What do you mean this boat? Call call Oliver. Yeah, he said that was something. What the heck, bro? I'm freaking lost at this point. Yeah, I just got another yacht, bro. They're like like seven bands just to rent. Right. I'm freaking lost. So then we get on right. It was him and his girl at the time, and then um, there was I think Job's friends, friend or yeah. Job's friend's friends, yeah, we'll leave it yeah. that, right? And uh, it was it was a work friend. Okay. So she was on there too, and so was I. Now at this point, I don't really know him like like I do now. Like I can say whatever to him now, and it's good. Then he might have pushed me off. Facts. And I'm not that strong of a swimmer. I'm, I'm, I would have been with the sharks. I'm good. Facts. I'm scared of sharks and whales. <laughs> I'm good off that. Oh yeah, we gotta ask that question. Yeah. So 
We're on the out, we're chilling. He's in the front, so whenever he came to the front, I went to the back. Because I feel you felt the presence. You know what yeah. 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 He yeah. went to the front, I went to the back. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Let me yeah. stay out of the way. On the boat. For sure. Like, let me just get out of the way. You said it. Yeah, whatever you need, you tell me. I work for the yacht now. Remember when I said I'd be working double if I do something? Yeah. Niggas had me working overtime. (laughs) (laughs) I went home early. (laughs) But look, bro, we're on this boat, right? He goes to the front, I go to the back. He comes to the back, I go to the front. Now he's probably thinking, what's wrong with this kid? Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just chilling with this girl, right? And like, if I knew him back then, now, oh my, we would have had a blast. It would have been nuts, right? And so, uh, like, we're going to this cut that all the boats are in in Miami. I don't know where it was, but it was somewhere in the back cut. There's all these boats, there's people, there's freaking, I've never seen this in my life. There's a taco boat. What does that mean? Like, you know the taco trucks? Real on the boat. But it's a taco boat. (laughs) What? Yeah. How many of you do you think drive their jet ski and go be right back to you? (laughs) What are you talking about? Bro, I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing stuff I've never seen before. And so, at this point, everybody's getting on these on these jet skis, bro. I was I'm broke. Like I'm not getting on. I'm not paying to get on a jet ski. I don't have bread. Yeah, the buddy bag. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Bro, right? bro, I sleep just to be there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an experience I can't miss. So I'm just there to be there. I sleep like 400 bucks. Like I'm not paying 100 to just drive a jet ski and go with the sharks. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting eaten, bro. You all can have that. Mm-hmm. So now at this point, like we're all chilling, having a great time. They tried to throw a football from yacht to yacht. Died horribly, ball went somewhere else. <laughs> Had to get a new ball. Wait, Gage threw the ball. Damn. Damn. Hey, one of the threw him under the boat. Yeah. Hey, it's all good. It was a fake ball anyway. So then that happened. We all get back to the house, bro. Like, great, like, literally great time, bro. We got Java B-Lone cake. Like, had the little hey. B-Lone symbol on it, bro. We just, it was just like, it was a place to be. But. It was somewhere that, like, literally, like, when he says faith, like, this is faith at its finest, put me in that position for a reason. Because I'm not going to lie to you, I would not be here if, if it wasn't for job that told me to be here for him. Then he stepped in, in into that place for me and was like, yo, this, this, that, that, we're going to Arizona, you're coming, I don't care. You need yeah, to be I'm here. To this I want. So, job, he was bringing all his homies to my house and mm-hmm. I was off that. So, if I saw a new face, I'd be like, you got, he's got to go. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that nigga, uh, what's his name? Uh, Taekwon? Taekwon, he's out of there a couple times. I was crying, bro. This guy's saying socks, bro. Look, 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 look. He got his socks off of my couch. He got too comfortable too quick. I was like, you got to go, bro. I'm okay. But Sammy came over one time. And in my room, I was telling you guys about all the shit I be having in my room. Mm-hmm. And we was just talking. And Sammy, bro, yours. if you wouldn't have came that night... Cause that's when we were talking about like, it's gonna be me, you, uh, Izzy. I was like, we're just gonna go out here. I don't know what in my heart made me say this to you, but Sammy was in, came in the room, and I was like, look, bro, this might change your life. You can take it or not. We're about to be moving out to Arizona. If you wanna come, you can come. We were already like maxed out. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna take all these niggas with. I just invited them, and it was just like. What were you doing at the time? Bro, that's a story. Okay. If you want me to cut it like real, real, like super duper short, real life, like 100%, went from high school 
mom's pops, they, my mom got diabetes, my sister got diabetes, my dad got high blood pressure, trans transitioning into diabetes, right? Mm. So now, like, we need bread. So then I start working, start working. I don't care about school. I only care about playing football here and there. I didn't graduate the first year out of high school, like my 12th grade out of high school. I graduated a year later, and that's when I met job, literally. Mm -hmm. So when I'm telling you this is faith, mm -hmm. like I wasn't supposed to graduate high school, to go to that college, to graduate high school, to meet job, for job to meet Mel, then here, then here. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm saying. Job, bro, job's on that phone. He said he's going through a lot. Like, I just want him to be around us. And he's like, literally. I, I want to, I'm a, Tell this nigga right now. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing, is like we really like like when I say we have like kind of the same goals, it's, it's literally that. Like my bro, I cried watching my mom walk to work. Cause she she doesn't like to drive because in Seattle you gotta pay a lot of money for you to park every morning. Mm -hmm. And just, the bus ride's like an hour and a half drive. And it's a twenty minute drive. Mm -hmm. But the bus that's makes it long. Stuff, and so every day since I've been a kid, I've been watching my mom walk home, right? So sometimes I'll stay up playing games all night, right? And then like I'll look out the window and watch my mom walk and one day it just hit me hard, like to my heart. Mm. And I put took my headset off, put my thing down, put my head down, and I just started crying. Mm. And I was like, this is not it. Like I like I can't I can't do that. And to tell you the truth, bro, that's when like that's when I took that other route that you said that he didn't take. I started selling drugs, like that's where that the mm. bread really came from. Only two people knew I sell drugs and the person I sold to and I never sold it to somebody who took it. It always went to like somebody else who sold it to other people. Because mm -hmm. I was afraid of somebody getting hurt off of it. But at the same time, I didn't care because I cared so much about my family and bringing bread into the crib. Mm -hmm. And so I only cared about that. And so my cousin put me on, <clears throat> and then I went to other people and was like, hey, bro, I got this. Like, let's do this. Let's get this bread. Started doing it. Getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it. And then they popped up. Mm -hmm. Job calls me, hey, bro. Uh, you already know my brother, bro. You know Gage. Like, bro, pull up on him. You got to start staying. Like, you got to go there. You got to be around, bro. You got to start. And then I started going. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, bro, you got to come this week. And they live an hour away from me. They live in Tacoma. I lived out in Seattle. Okay. So <clears throat> they would tell me, hey, bro, you got to come out here. And I'm like, my license is suspended. I don't want to drive an hour. But, like, this is something I have to do. Mm -hmm. Bro, so I pulling up an hour drive on a bike. My motorcycle. After I got my motorcycle, I was sliding, bro. Yeah, you were outside and shit. You were driving an hour on your bike. That's but at, at this point, like, I understand that, like, this is what needs to happen. Like, my mom is like, the reason why my faith was on and off sometimes was because my mom is heavy Christian, heavy Christian Orthodox. Heavy struggling, right? And she put like pushed it hard on me. But at the same time, I'm seeing she has arthritis, she has diabetes, she broke her arm, she does this, she does that. But she still says, hey, you just have to pray. You mm. just have to pray. You just have to pray. And I'm seeing stuff happen to her, and I'm like, why would like, God let this happen to you? Why does he keep doing this? Why does he keep doing that? And I'm sitting here fighting her on it. But on the back end, I'm getting love, right? I'm, I'm getting to go to these places. I'm getting to do this. I'm getting to do videos now. I don't have to work a 9 to 5 anymore because mm. they got me now. Hey, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's right, this year has gone by so quickly, and there's so many things to be proud of in your 2024 so far, but oh, there's some things that you still want to accomplish out there as well. So look, when life is going fast and it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins, you stop and celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. That's right, therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. So listen, I got to tell you, I benefit from therapy. That's right. I have conversations and I talk about the things I want to accomplish. I talk about things that I have accomplished. And you know what? When you do it, you go to a place like 
BetterHelp. That's right. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. I know it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. All right. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment, visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. I remember hearing about your story. You said you had went to a nine to five one day and like it never came back. Bro, that was the funniest story. Bro. <laughs> but I'm saying that's something that like I like I knew in my heart that I hated. Because yeah. me, like growing up as an African, bro, you're you're taught to be prideful. Like you don't let nobody tell you nothing. You don't like people are not supposed to tell you what to do. And sitting there while some dude has his hand in his pocket, just looking at you, hey, do this, do that. And I'm sitting here sweating and he's just watching. Why? Why am I here doing that for 20 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour? I know that sounds crazy because a lot of people like they get like eight bucks, nine bucks, 10 bucks an hour, but that's not worth it, bro. I should not be breaking my back for you at all. Bro, you know what's crazy about that? I think it's, it's, something, it's something about maybe not just content creators, but I see this in content, content creators a lot. I remember when I was looking at um, uh, RDC stream mm-hmm. and Mark Phillips was telling stories and he was telling stories about him working and he said... He said something that stuck with me. He was like, I, God just knew that 9 to 5 was not for me. And I, I had to be like a, a streamer or a content creator or something like this because yeah. I felt the same way. Bro, I felt the same way when I was working 9 to 5. I felt like I was in jail. Like yeah, I felt yeah, yeah. at the end of it, 
I was so hurt, bro, like yeah. that I was when I quit. When I quit from, I, I didn't even tell you, but when I when I found when I quit from JG where we worked <clears> together, when I quit there, I had no plan, no nothing. I was just like, I, I, I can't do this. Like my soul was screaming, like, bro, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. It's, I, and I literally said it was a Friday. I'm like, bro, when I go home, I'm not coming back here. Yeah. That, I think Damien told me. He I, told I you think, that? I, no, I think I called him like, what's up with me? Like. I ain't talked to him since he ain't calling like last week or something. Monday, <laughs> that Monday, my alarm clock woke me up. I'm, and, and, it, and it woke me up. I'm like, am I going to go? Nah. No. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. No. That was it. Yeah, bro, I'm not that was it. The crazy thing is, I'm pretty sure I'm older than Jordan. Like, when I first met him at the job, I don't know if you remember this conversation. I pulled him to the side because, you know, Damien, no shot to my guy, D. We, we love you. <laughs> D was heavy in it, right? Yeah. D was top seller. Yeah, he, yeah. He, this was his blood, sweat, and We worked in sales at JG. Yeah, it was in sales. So I told him, I said, man, don't let this be the end game of you because I don't know if you knew at that time, right? I I had, I got a son, right? And so I was in a meeting with Lou. Mm. And Lou, I can't stand him. Anyway. <laughs> That's a former co-worker. Yeah, so he was yeah. my lead. <laughs> So we was, in the, we was in the meeting or whatever, and we were talking about what we was doing for for things for thankful for Christmas. And I'm like, look, man, my family every year they go somewhere, and I'm finally gonna get to go. And I was like, you're going to San Diego. And he was like, how are you going? You ain't got no leave. I told me that's for everybody. Damn. Yeah. Hey, I'm like, what? Alright. <laughs> so literally a couple days later, I'm sitting at the desk, right, supposed to be making calls, and, yeah. and what people don't know is like I was committing self suicide because I used to be on my call sometimes. And I used to tell them, like, hey, man, I wouldn't do this if I was you. Like, and they right. would hear me say that. And I'm like, I can't lie to these people. Man, we, we, we used to. It's a dirty game. Man, they used to give up $10, 15000000 million to get $20,000. And they used to ask me, like, yo, like, ah, this person owed for me this. I'm like, hey, look, man, I, man, I would tough it out. I wouldn't sell. Like, and I used to always do that. But I sat back. And when he said that, I'm like, all right. And I typed up my resignation right on the table. Boom. That's when I got yeah. Damon Oyal out. And I just stayed it. And at that point, I had suffered. Like, I had lost a job for Metro. And that was the first time that I was like, damn. Like, I was making 90000 And I'm thinking, like, damn. Like, I lost a $90,000 job. And all I could think of was, yo, I hope my mom not mad. When I walked in the door, my mother was like, nah, I'm glad you did it. Oh, man, it was, it was time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, that story, yeah. let me, testimony to all of you here to follow your dreams, man. And there's so many people scared. Mm-hmm. And you guys, but whoever watches gonna understand, like, y'all are testament to those that are scared to. And I preach it all the time. Like, hey, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. That's the crazy thing. A lot of people, but the, the, I think there's like a stigma behind like, like content creating, right? There's a lot of people that think it's one way, but it, most of the time it's really not. But for a lot of other people it is. Because there's a lot of people who are faking it, like faking hard. And they like they have two personalities, right? Mm-hmm. They have their normal personality and then they have their, their content creator personality or whatever it is. Ego, right? right? And sometimes when you go to like say like a kid runs up to you and tries to meet you to see this person, mm-hmm. they're not getting this person. They're getting this mm-hmm. person. Right. right? And so for me, like, I just want people to understand, bro, I'm the same person you see on there. I'm just a mm. goofy cat who who believes. threw a hammer at me, yeah. and I didn't even know you. I just told you the hammer. No, but bro, like in in the end of it, bro, like I'm just blessed. Like, like sure. I couldn't I couldn't want it any other way. Like, there's 
like I said, bro, I can keep going and going and going, like, but just to cut me off, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll end it with my motorcycle accident. And this is an, another faith thing. Like, like God plays a heavy part in my heart now. Yeah. We were in motorcycle, right? Got into a big accident, blew my knee up. This is when everything was going good. I got my motorcycle. I'm to Sac State. I got, I got females on my line, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm loving it, bro. Get into this motorcycle accident. Now I'm sitting in the ambulance crying, like mm-hmm. hard. I'm not crying because I'm hurt. My leg was blown open. I'm not crying because I'm hurt. I'm crying because I think God don't love me. Like He keeps shooting me down every time. I'm, every time I'm doing good, I'm getting shot down, hard. Getting shot down. Getting shot down. Getting shot down. And now everything's taken away, right? All I keep hearing is, "Hey, it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse." And I'm not believing it. I'm like, it's it's at its worst. I'm supposed to go football. I'm supposed to go here. Now I gotta pay this much to get my bike fixed. Now now I gotta can't play football no more. Now I gotta wear knee brace. Now I gotta do this. Now I gotta do that, right? But now I'm here. That happened for a reason. Right. And even him, he tells me. Even Gage tells me. And especially if my mom hears this, she's going to cry. Don't blame my son. And so, like, I'm here for, like, I can't, I can't be mad. Right. I literally cannot. There's nothing for me to be angry about. Literally. Whether it, if somebody came in this door and socked me in my head, I would be mad for 30 seconds and I would be that. Because where are you and where am I? Mm-hmm. For sure. That's that. Uh, and, that, was, that was one thing um, we would tell Sammy before we brought him with us. And I just want to say this. None of us are here by accident. Like, everybody's work ethic. Your work got you here. Izzy's work ethic got him here. We put Izzy through a whole month. If he didn't show up one day, we were like, you got it. Bro, he showed up every day. I didn't, I didn't tell him that. He said, show up at the gym every single day. You want to be with us. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, Cut the rope. He, he was showing up. And, and so one thing we told Sammy, though, was you got to change your mindset before you hang out with us. Like, I think it was my, my parents, really. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. My parents are African. Mm-hmm. My dad, he came a long way, though. Like, he don't. Like, like my what was the change that needed to be made? Like West Indian. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was asking. What, yeah. I was asking, what was the change that needed to be made? You were just like, accept everything. Wouldn't, wouldn't see it for a good reason or not. If it wasn't his way, it was it was not the way. Or don't do this, don't do that. Mm. And so like 225, at the time, I'll put it up like maybe five times, six, seven times, right? But I'll stay at 135 because I know I can do it 50 times. So I'll mm. do it 50 times, and I wouldn't fail in front of everybody. And then when I started working out with them, <clears throat> hey, bro, put the 225 on. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, put the weight up. Now we're getting up to 250s, 295, to this, to that. <laughs> 
And that's life, especially, and y'all already know, in this content creation game, that's what holds a lot of people back from starting, is that I don't want to put my work out there and people see it and it gets like 10 likes. They don't want to go through that. They don't want to go through that. One thing that these niggas know, when they first started getting around me and Izzy too, they knew one thing about me is if you said anything negative, bro, you had to leave. You knew like that. You had to leave. Now, I remember this nigga was like, you think there's going to be room for me? Oh, <laughs> he's ruined my whole day. I'm just like, he was so angry. He said, we're not even going to get that. <laughs> yeah, we're not even going to get that. Yeah, like, bro, if you say, I, told, I told him, though, in the room, and he remembers this. I was like, bro, if you say that shit again, you're not coming. Right. Bro, me and Dave I like sitting that. in the room. I mean, he's like, I want them to be on the same page. Like, seriously, bro, whatever you want to do, just go do it. You don't even have a plan B. Just attack that. And if that doesn't work out, something greater is going to work out. Something better is going to work out that you didn't have planned. That's really that like the truth, though. Because I posted my first video and I was texting, bro, got a thousand, got a thousand views. He's like, bro, don't even look at it. Like, you posted it. It's good. Yeah. Bro, bro got 2,000 views on Instagram. My, like, the first time I posted, Famous Lost reposted mine. It did like 350K, 360K, whatever on Instagram. Mm. So now I'm expecting that. Exactly. When I posted it on mine, and I'm getting, I got like 12K, and I screenshot it, sent it. Bro, it's going crazy. I'm like losing my mind about it. And they're like, bro, like, leave it, bro. Don't, mm. don't worry about it. You know, like, stop, stop caring about it. And now, like, TikTok videos are going 500K, 300K. Yes, sir. I don't care anymore. That's what it I'm is, man. That's what it is. That's love, man. So, I want to let's talk about like the future, right? Because you got the shirt on, diverge. Yeah. So, um, you know, when we got you got four members, you know, what I'm saying right here, and we've been talking about what we've been building here. So, um, I guess just speak to you know your vision for diverge, and you know who's a part of it, and and where you see it going. So. Yeah, I know, you know, even Juju got his his own vision of how he envisions like this growing. Um, <clears throat> I remember like maybe like three years ago when I met Juju. Four years ago when I met Juju, we were talking about this. Hey, Juju Smith Schuster. Everybody's name. We were talking about getting a house together, and there's no way we can fail if we just we put ourselves in a house and we just start grinding. It's crazy seeing like where we are right now because literally all we were doing was talking about it and, it, and now we're here. Um, what I see, bro, is you know there's esports companies like Phase, um, Optic, Hundred Thieves. I don't even I I wouldn't even put us in that category. Uh, you know the way I think is like this is gonna be something nobody's ever seen before, like an or organization of of something that's deeper than just, you know, gaming or sports, um, bigger than anything that we, we've ever seen. I, I think this is going to just become like a, a community itself, you know, King yeah. Diverge, of just a bunch of people being welcomed that aren't even known, you know what I mean? Like, we have a lot of people on our team that are so good. We have gamers, athletes that nobody's ever seen before. And it, it, it's, it's kind of like, it's cool because... You know, when they join, when people join CD, they feel so welcome, but it's like, 
nobody's above anybody else, you know? Exactly. There's no, like, I don't want, I don't want team that, you to look at team that version, look at, like, the leaders in there. I just want, like, that, you being part of that organization is a win. You know what I mean? Facts. Um, so I, I see that, too, like, no status, um, just like a community that people want to be a part of. And, you know, of course, like, it goes way bigger than that. Um, I don't even really want to put that out there. I just want people to watch and, and just, you know, when we, yeah. everybody's going to find out. Everybody's going to find out. <clears throat> For sure. For sure. So, that's it. so look, I'll be the first to say it doesn't take, it's hard to move than me because my clock, I'm just going. But this conversation right here put me in a different mindset. And I appreciate all of you, man. Not you. Nah, um, see, I knew he was gonna do that. Yeah, but <laughs> he's gonna do that. It's all good. But yeah, like I'm a, I'm a grinder, man. But listening to your story, all your stories, man, like, and the fact that you guys can be collected together when you didn't have anything, man, is a testimony, right? Like a lot of times, it's, you get with guys when you're popping, they popping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I appreciate you guys keeping that brotherhood, man. And, and for everybody that's watching, man, please use this episode as fuel to your fire Definitely. to be able to grow, man. And, for whatever it is you want to believe but um what we'll do man is we'll wrap it up it's another episode of build different man it's your boy king um with these great brothers i'm gonna let 30 close us out yes sir um, mr go 30 man i'm on instagram twitter snapchat TikTok, facebook youtube follow me on all those and i'm gonna just pass it around the table so everybody can give you their handles and um and tell you where to find them go ahead doc real dockery uh, everything. Just want to say appreciate you for having me, having us. For sure. This is oh, this is dope. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, find me on TikTok at Dimes, uh, YouTube at Throw Dimes. Putting you guys on. Sir. Who would be more than football? And now, uh, y'all can find me at Just Sammy Thirty Five on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, and all that. Sir, it's another another episode of Built Different Podcast brought to you by the Up On Game Network, and we out. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details.